Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast. I believe this is episode 30. I'm going to be your host on this one, Nick Beto, and I am joined here in the shop slash deer cleaning slash storage uh, establishment with somebody who we've talked about bringing on the podcast for a long time and I finally got him on. I think last episode I had said that within the next five episodes he'll be on and here he is, the man himself, Mikey Lamone. Hey guys, how's it going? So Mike, you've listened to a lot of our podcasts. All uh, you, of them so far. You know what we do for new people that are on. We, yep. All right, so I don't even have to give the spiel. <laughs> you just go ahead and, and give your give your intro. All right. Hey guys, Mike. Uh, what, sh- what I want you to know about me, uh, I've been hunting since I was probably 14, 15 years old with my family, um, mainly deer hunting, uh, pheasant hunting. Uh, just this year took up bow hunting cause I got mad at myself for not putting in for my rifle tag and still wanted to shoot a deer. So I started that this year. Uh, I like fishing, whether it's open water or the hard water. Uh, other than that, I'm an electrician. I get to be Nick's boss. Get to boss him around all the time. Indirectly. He's not directly <laughs> my boss. That's about it. I think. All right, well, there's Mike's intro. We do have a third mic set up, and Papa Josh is in the studio, and Donkey is in the studio, but neither of them want to take that mic. And they're both just looking at me like, stop talking about us. So the reason that I finally got Mike to come be on the podcast, um, I still have my bow tag. Mike, well... You still technically have it because you have the carcass tag, but you don't. You can't shoot another deer. I cannot. Yeah, I. It's tough. I I did slip away and get to go ice fishing last weekend. And uh, he should have not and stayed. Yeah, we. Well, yeah. How many fish did you catch on Sunday? Sunday, zero. Which is how many deer I killed <laughs> on Saturday. So. We'll just jump right into Mike's success story here. You've been out how many times this season? I think uh, Sunday morning when I shot this guy was sit number nine. That's about how many I've been out, but my trail camera, my cell cam, I run the, the Spy Point Micro LTE. Um, my trail camera pretty much shut off after rifle season was done. I haven't been getting any pictures. Actually, it was either this morning or tonight after sunset. Uh, the date of recording this podcast is Monday, December 5th. And I've gotten maybe four deer pictures since rifle season has been done. So I don't know if that unit just got absolutely destroyed and there are no more deer in there. Or if they just moved out of where I'm at. Well, I mean, it is 2B. I mean, it's yes. very heavily populated and hunted. That is the unit. <laughs> now you know which unit that is. <laughs> hey. You said you're, well, that's not the one you applied for your rifle, though, that you're not applying for anymore. No, and I'll put that unit on blast. That's 2A. I will never <laughs> apply in 2A again. I don't care if people know where that one is. Go ahead. You can come down here, but unless you know somebody and can get on some land, good luck. And 2B is getting the same way. Yeah, so I'm not going to either of those next year. But yeah, so update on mine. No deer. No deer being seen. I did go out with Mike. Uh, we were out, out west a little bit, not very far, and... It was me, Mike, 
and Tim, who we haven't mentioned Tim before. I think eventually we're going to, I'm going to start working to get him on here because that guy, we could do how many episodes? I, a lot. A lot. A lot. We Lots could, of stories. Yeah. That guy, he's something, something else that, that wine and water and sweet wine and moonshine and water. That's what he calls the mix, though. Sweet wine and moonshine. I actually watched him make it. I didn't think that he was serious when he said that he put water in it, but he he does. He yeah, it's it's something else. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were out there, all of us in the same spot, and well, not the same spot, same hunting area, camp, and we all went out to separate stands. And out of the eight people, Tim and I did not see. I don't remember how many Tim said he saw, but I saw uh, three. And they were 150 yards away from me, and I had my bow. But all six other people had so many deer in there that they just, I mean, they couldn't decide which one to shoot. Which, that's where your story kind of starts for, I mean, obviously we got stuff that we could talk about from earlier on in the season. What you've seen, what you've passed, everything like that. But from where it starts Saturday night, you actually, you let an arrow fly. I did let one fly on Saturday it was not a good one. So what what was what was that situation or what wanted to walk uh, walk through that whole sit from when you got in there to whatever it was that you did cuz you got it on video and I I don't know what I'm going to do with those videos yet but there's a part in the video where and your setup's kind of cool you have two cameras one pointing out in the field and one at yourself and he Mike shot or you you see him draw back and I'm going to let him get into what happened. But anyway, a little bit into the video, you just kind of see him. He, he hangs his head and he knocks another arrow and he just goes, damn it. So, yeah, I got in a little bit after 3 o'clock. Uh, sitting for a while. Uh, started seeing a couple come in. Sitting there watching some trash pandas. Thought about putting an arrow in one of them. But... Uh, the score of the Trash Panda game right now is AR-15-2. <laughs> trash Panda's zero. <laughs> um, so I had quite a few coming in. They were The wind wasn't quite what it was supposed to be. They kept spooking out really easy. So I had a whole bunch come in. They spooked out. I was sitting waiting for a certain buck. Uh, Tim, the one that kind of manages, or I don't know if manages. That, that's 100% a good, yeah. I would say, uh, yeah. He takes care of the whole thing, uh, lets us all come out and hunt. But he's got him on camera. He's got a split skull and actually either Thursday or Friday lost his eye from fighting. So Tim's wanting to. And he's got a weird, I mean, he's got, he's, what is he, a th- four, four by, by four? four? He's a four by four, but his one beam comes out. Well, it, it, it's because like, of his cracked skull. It's yeah, leaned like lean to the side. Broken down. He's a cool looking deer. So Tim was hoping that he would come in and I could I could take a shot at him. Uh, I seen him, but after the first time they spooked out, he kind of went back up the hill. He wasn't interested in coming back down. And you said they were very very skittish, and they yep. were that, that's how the the three that I saw. I saw one when I was walking out, but the two that I saw that came in 150 yards away, and then I saw them for a good 20 minutes. Same thing. They were. I mean, I wasn't moving at all, but they were, I mean, their heads were turning, they were stopping, they were very, very alert. Yeah, that's the way all these were. I mean, it's several fawns, quite a few doe. Uh, by the end of it, I had four bucks in at one point. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing, very skittish. 
And I mean, you can watch and listen to my videos and there's, you can't hear or see anything moving. So I don't know what that was all about. Um, so yeah, after they spooked out three, four times, had uh, a couple does, a couple fawns and then four bucks in on me. So decided I was going to take this one four by four buck, not the one I was looking for. Uh, decided I was going to take him. He went back behind a hay bale. And I just thought to myself, well, when he comes back out behind from behind there, he's going to be broadside to me. I just need him to take two steps out so I can get a shot at him. Well, I draw back. I'm waiting, watching. He pops his head out. I'm waiting for him to just take a couple more steps. And all of a sudden, every deer sitting there stops, looks, and takes off. So, You think that was something that you did, or was that something that... I don't, I don't think it was. Cause, I mean, you can watch the video and... I mean, you can't hear nothing. Like, I don't know. I was already drawn back before they spooked back or spooked out. So I don't know. Not real sure what happened. But, uh, and then, I mean, like I said, this is my first year bow hunting. So, I mean, learning curve. But I decided to try and lead him and take a shot while I was on the run. Let it go. And it just hit the ground. But I got my arrow back. Thank, thank God for my video because I was able to watch where my arrow went. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, clunk you just heard, we're uh, sitting here with the deer hung up and he's thawing out. We gotta, we gotta cut him up after we're done with this episode here. But taking a shot like that when they're when they're running or w- walking in front, I mean, it kind of sucks that you missed. But at the same time, you didn't you didn't hit him in a poor spot where you were just gonna wound him and he was gonna run off with right. an arrow in him. And yep. So I mean. It, if, if it's a plus, I mean, I'm still, this is your first ever deer with a bow. Right. And I'm, I still haven't got one, but I mean, I, I don't know. That's one of my biggest fears is, is making a bad shot. Yep. Like a, like a, whether it be a gut shot or a high back shot or something where it does not go down, it just runs and it's going to ha- and it happens. I mean, that's part of the, part of the game. I mean, it, right. it's going to happen, but so that something more ice falling off. Yeah, he's a little. But in my my thought process, when I decided to draw back on him and release an arrow, is I, I mean my that would have been my eighth set. I've been out there. I know what deer's out there. I see the trail cam photos, and my my thought was, well, hell, Beto's tagging out. I'm gonna tag out, and we're gonna go home tonight. And boy, was that wrong. <laughs> And end of shooting light was 5.15. I released that arrow, arrow at uh, 5.10, and they were gone. I went and picked my arrow up, and I packed up. There was no way they were coming back after that. You run lighted knocks or anything, or did you stri- uh, no. You strictly just use the video? Strictly that's, just use the video. That's how you knew where your arrow went. Yep. And, well, the the snow helped because I could see where it kind of skidded through the snow. So. so that's the end of Saturday. Had a great steak meal. It was phenomenal. It was like better than uh, Texas Roadhouse, and I I had to cheat. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Mikey, the gym buff over here, he's been going to the gym and been on a, well, I guess you could say a diet plan. Yeah, kind of meal plan. Meal plan. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's cheated this weekend, and then today on the way down here, we stopped at Taco John's. (laughs) So that whole cheat day is turning into cheat day number three. Yeah, (laughs) I'll get back on the saddle. But that brings us to Sunday, and I was ice fishing. 
found a good five to eight in- or six to eight inches of ice, so the ice is looking good. Oh, that's good. But then my phone rings at about yep. eight thirty. Yeah, somewhere in there. So, uh, so yes, yeah, stayed the night down at Deer Camp. Uh, I was up at six a.m. Went out to the stand. Uh, you were up early. How many lattes did you have before that? I was actually drinking the Crown Peach. Oh, were you drinking the the wine water? No, 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 no wine water. No, just Crown Crown Peach by itself. Fun fact: I found out today that if you mix your water, or if your if your mixture is off, what happens, Mike? Now you get a hangover. A bad one. Yeah, a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Out to the stand a little after six. You know, it wasn't very far for me to go. I stayed at one of them right there by camp. And uh, uh, did did you stay in one of the ones that has power trench yeah, to it? Possibly. Yeah, it's tough out here. <laughs> yeah, it's got power and piped heat. It's got a two hundred gallon propane tank under it. And did you use the heat? I did not. Yeah. See, Mike, he's from from Texas and. We're going to touch on that here towards the end of this episode. But uh, this guy, I've actually been impressed. This year he's actually been wearing a jacket, and it's 10, 15 degrees in the morning. But usually he's got a sweatshirt on, maybe unless it hits zero. Once it hits zero, he'll throw a jacket on. But he does not get cold very easy. Yeah. And, well, I just didn't want the scent out there. I mean, my my philosophy, and maybe I'm wrong, Maybe I don't know, but... I think if you get in there early and you fire up the heat and you have the blind windows open and the, that smell's already out there, it might not bother them as they're coming in because it, it's not, I mean, it's new, but. We kind of touched on that a couple episodes ago uh, while we were, we're up here in the upper Midwest and when they were doing uh, harvest, we were kind of touching on that because a couple guys had said that they were out in the field and the tractor and the combines and they had deer 10 feet away from them that didn't seem to care that yeah. they were there. I've had that in the river before. Had a doe and a fawn come right up to the river. Right, and that's—I mean, I mean—you could get into a whole bunch of different stuff on that. But as far as scent control, I mean, they're not up in this area. It seems like they're never far away from some sort of non-natural scent. Yep. And I, I could be wrong on that, but that's just my my opinion. I think so. At least on this half of the state. I mean, you get out west, and then, I mean, it's pretty barren and wild. Yeah, open. you got the, the big cattle pastures and yep. everything. But what, uh, so, me, Jacob, everybody else has touched on what we do for scent control, but what, what extreme do you take it to? I, about every fourth or fifth sit, I wash my clothes in my scent killer detergent. I take a shower before I go out normally, and I use nose jammer deodorant. Have you ever seen the uh, TikToks of the the wives that are trying to help out their husband yeah. <laughs> and they wash their hunting stuff and they do it with like regular regular detergent, like downy detergent? And yep. Yeah, that. Hmm. Or a wife would do that when she's kind of upset with him. Just when she's to, mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I didn't use the heat. I very, very well could have, but decided not to. It was, uh, I think, 14 degrees when I was sitting here looking at Papa Josh. He's like staring at me. He's about, would you say, like 10 feet away from the mic? Yeah, probably. You want to come over and say hi? Not shaking his head no. We'll work on that. <laughs> he did just tell me that we could go out to uh, to our summer camp and we can talk about Jeeps. So in our downtime, we'll throw a Jeep episode up if anybody is interested. 
Yeah, he's just, he's not impressed. <laughs> All right, back to the story. Um, sat for a little bit. Uh, shooting light was, I believe, seven thirty or seven twenty-three. I believe. Uh, so I was in there pretty early because I'd gone out several other mornings and spooked them out as I walked in. So I wanted to make sure I was in plenty early. Sat there right about. 7.45, 7.50, somewhere in there. I seen a bunch out in the field. They were probably 200 yards away. Uh, was watching them for a while, thinking to myself, well, shit, I should have sat in that stand over there because they're right out in front of it. I could have had a shot already. Uh, just kept watching them, and then out of nowhere, this little 3x3 three three buck comes in from the other side. I hear him coming through the snow, so... And this is a different stand than you sat in Saturday night. Correct. Okay. Yep. Uh, he comes in, and then as he comes in, some of them that were in the field, uh, fawn and a bigger doe, started coming in. And, well, I decided yeah, I'll take the big doe. She's pretty good size, and I don't want to take the little buck, let him grow for another year. Uh, they all come in. They're eating, and... He chases everybody else out and comes back. And he's eating for a bit, and they all come back in, and he chases them out again. So three times the that bigger doe came in. I was going to try and get a shot on her, and he chased her out. So I figured, well, it's his turn then. <laughs> he kind of, I think you said it earlier, he kind of decided his own fate by, yep. by trying to, was he running her off because he wanted more of the, feed to himself i, I don't what? know i wonder what was going through his head nothing now i don't think she was very hot but yeah <laughs> 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 you <know> heard that <laughs> uh because he was chasing her and the fawn so i'm i don't know what was going on but he wasn't happy with him being in there so i decided that he was the one i was going to take uh let him come in drew back on him him. He was quartering to me a little bit, so I let him turn away from me just a little bit so I could get a good shot. Um, I will say you learn a lesson every year. Crickets. <laughs> you learn. What was, your, you, what was your lesson? You took a big pause there. Well, you, you don't grip your bow very tight. We but, shot on Saturday before we went out. And I told you that when you I saw yeah, you I know. do it, and I was like, "Don't grip!" And you're like, "I know," <laughs> but you did it. But he had my heart pumping, man. Hey, and that's and my first year hunting. I mean, <laughs> lesson learned. Yeah, no, you, and that's that's <laughs> just it. We've mentioned this on the podcast before too. You, nobody can tell you what what makes a trophy, if if you will. Like that's that's different for every person, and if it gets your heart pumping, and you know you make that decision. Nobody can, you know, right. no, if anybody's telling you, anybody that's listening, if anybody's downplaying you for a deer that you shot, tell them to, to like, get bent. Yeah. Like, and it's just... like, like Tim told me, I mean, you learn something every year. Once you stop learning, it's time to hang it up. Because even Tim, he's, uh, what do you say, 42? And he's been hunt- shooting both since he was four. And he said, said he still learns something new every year. So there's always something to be learned, I guess. But took my first shot it was not what i wanted it to be and finished it off with a second shot 
Was it your first arrow that he ripped? Oh, because he was running, and you said that he turned and ripped. An yeah, arrow so, out? no, it was not my first arrow that he ripped out. It was my second one. And, yeah, he turned around, grabbed the arrow, and ripped it out. Well, he didn't really rip it out. He broke my arrow. But So that means your broadhead and your arrow are still in this? Yeah, gear? there's a broadhead and about three inches of my arrow in there. Okay, well, that's good to know. We'll have to <laughs> watch out for that so we don't get stabbed by a broadhead. But I heard that you are not very impressed with said broadheads. I wasn't. I mean, he. it was a... I think on that shot, it was a 35-yard shot, and like I said, it's maybe three inches. I expected a little more, I guess. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I might, might switch up my broadheads, but but I'm uh, getting a Euro mount of him. I mean, it's my first one for bow hunting, so I'm going to get a Euro mount. And then I'm going to take that snapped up arrow and put it on his rack. Did you find the rest of it? Yep. That's awesome. That'll make it for a cool Yeah, mount. sitting there watching him when he ripped it out. I suppose, yeah, he just took it out and spit it out. Yep. <laughs> How far did he go after you shot him? Uh, 10 yards. Oh, so that wasn't, it wasn't a hard track job oh, at God, all. Oh, no. no. Nice. That makes it I had eyes on him the whole time. So that that's it for you. Yep. You're done. I'm done. Now we got to get yours. Yep, and we're going to... We got permission from the boss to take uh, to take Thursday off, so we're gonna go out Wednesday night and hopefully get one um, Thursday morning. Or yeah, go out Wednesday night and get one Thursday yep. morning is the plan. So as we touched on earlier, you're from Texas. Did you do a lot of hunting down in Texas? Or I have. Yep. So what have you hunted in Texas, and how many? That like yeah, just what what have you all hunted uh, in Texas? Mainly, all I hunted down there was wild hogs and whitetail just with uh rifle or shotgun or what are they rifle yep they have different units down there where they split it up as far as right like minnesota where they got rifle zones and shotgun zones no it's you you go to walmart and you buy your tag over the counter and it rules down there kind of different because you can only shoot a buck the first week Uh, after that it's got to be a doe and even when it is a buck, there's different regulations of whether you can take them or not. Uh, it's kind of like some other states, they have like the earn a buck program where you have to shoot a doe before you can shoot a buck. But down there, you you only get one week and then it's doe only. Yep. But, and uh, some of the rules are, have changed and some, are, uh, uh, some others are changing. Uh, when I was down there, there was the with uh of the rack i don't remember i think it was 17 inch uh spread uh before you could take them and they had to how do you judge that is that that outside the ears okay so there is that like like some lakes when you go fishing it's you know you got a slot to 17 and if you're at 16 and a half you're you're in trouble yep is that the same thing down there where you're in? Yep. You're in it, it, but that's one of the that's one of the rules that are changing right now because there's some guys that their lawyer is getting the rules changed because they had video and photos of uh, this six year old deer that he had nice length but he wasn't very wide uh, and they shot him they got in trouble. They took it to court. 
the the main reason for the law is so that people aren't just out shooting young bucks all the time. Well, how do you get a mature population if uh, if you're taking small ones all the well, time? Well, right. What is a big whitetail buck down there? Is it any? I know we don't have world class deer all over up here, but <laughs> but I mean, if you compare your average four by four or five by five from in the Midwest, is it even comparable to? I'm talking like like body and rack. So, no, that they're completely different. I think down there, the the bodies are a lot bigger, and the racks aren't getting as big. So the bodies are bigger down there. Oh yeah, you can shoot a real big body, but he he'd just be three by three. Have to be a wide three by three. But hmm, that's uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to like picture in my head what what a wide three by three it would be and, and, and what pops into my head is a mule deer you know the... kind of yeah well that's cool and then uh wild hog that's dude just... i see all the time guys in the helicopters i have not done the helicopter oh yeah that so do you just do you just shoot them and leave them lay or do you take them and can you, you leave them lay until you come back and grab them can you eat them oh yeah are they are they, they make great jerky Okay, so is that is that about all you can do with them? Is jerky? Can you get roasts and stuff off them? Or are they uh, not? You can, but I think it's pretty pretty gamey. I feel like I compare that if if I were to guess, and I have no idea, but if I were to guess and compare it to something, I would say that that'd be compared to like a carp when it comes yeah, to fishing. Pretty much, like it, it's pretty much just <laughs> just puke with four legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So you have you have shot hog before? Yep. So do you do you have to the tag? Can you? Is there a time frame? Because I the guys that I've seen. They're in a helicopter with an AR-15 and a turret-mounted AR-15. Yes, turret-mounted, and they have spotlights. Yep. So I don't remember what time of the year it is. I've lived back up here eleven years now. Yeah. Did you do much ice fishing when you were down there? I did not. Weird. Um. So I don't. I don't remember a whole lot on the on the limits or anything like that. I don't really know that there is a limit, to tell you the truth. I think you just go and shoot well, as many they, the hell as you can. What are they... Are they... Are they bad? Like do They're they feral. They'll, they tear up land. They okay, kill so animals. They're, they're just they're, like, like coyotes up they're here. They're an invasive species. Is there coyotes down there, oh, too? Yeah. Yep. Lots of those, too? Oh, yeah. So you just give the coyotes a meal and just... Yeah. Yeah, and just pop a couple hogs and call it a day? Yep. The, the way we did it was... Uh, I went a couple different times. Uh, one time with dogs. Those dogs are freaking mean to run up on a hog like that and try and get it. But uh, And then I've also side-by-side with turret-mounted ARs on a side-by-side. But that was fun. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many rounds of brass got laid out in the field that day. <laughs> that must be fun. I that, That's something that someday not not in the near future but someday i think it'd be fun to go down there and and do that and knowing somebody that's been down there and somebody that's done it before it'd be kind of fun to to go down there and bring you with and you can kind of show us your old stomping grounds sure it's it's a, it's it's official we're gonna go to go to texas <laughs> sometime and not, do you have any listeners in texas actually we did have one listener in texas um i don't know 
they they pop up here and there from Texas and from Alaska. Okay. We have a couple people that listen here and there. Do you would you know who that would be? That would be. I, I honestly don't. You don't? I was just curious. I figured you'd be telling your family to listen to us or something. We did in our last episode. We called out uh, Connecticut, uh, California, and Texas. I believe I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But we said if you message us, you'll get a uh, free sweatshirt that we'll send down to you if you wear sweatshirts in Texas. I don't know. I mean, cold to them down there is what sixty degrees. 60. Yeah, <laughs> sixty-five. <laughs> it's a whopping. Uh, trying to look at my watch here. It's a whopping eleven degrees outside right hey, now. Hey, warmed up a degree. We're making ice. Hey, we went we went an hour south. Warmed up a degree. That's true. That is what they say. You go, you know, the farther south you go, the warmer it gets. Yeah. Science. It's proven. Or something like that. Meteorology. Ask uh, Hutch Johnson. <laughs> he'll. <laughs> the only job you can be wrong 90% of the time and have a job. And still have a job the next day. <laughs> so that kind of wraps up our hunting uh, as of now. Uh, I still haven't gotten out pheasant hunting. I don't know if you have. Nope. And I want to still. We've still got a little bit of time, but I busted out the ice house already. So You're not going pheasant hunting. <sighs> I think it'd be fun. I do think it'd be fun. I'm pretty sure Thursday is your last day of deer hunting. If I get one. Otherwise, I will keep going uh maybe no i will i will (laughs) i will um but speaking of ice fishing now we can kind of dabble into that just a little bit um uh, cameraman cubby and i were out this last weekend so it would have been december 3rd somewhere around there um we were finding six to eight inches of ice but those are small sloughs and small lakes because your lake over in um was it western Minnesota? Central? Yeah. West central Minnesota? Yeah. You were saying that your lake's not even... Oh, it, we're, we're froze up. You're locked up now? Because yeah. I know last week you weren't. Nope, last week weren't. Uh, actually, there was a guy that went out last week, uh, Wednesday or Thursday. And we're referring to the... In Fer- last Fergus, week of November. Fergus Falls, um, Pelican Rapids area. Yep. All, all up and down that stretch there. Yep. We're not going to drop lake names <laughs> but uh yeah so people are starting to get out and yeah. you're you're looking at picking up a new portable i am and i'm trying to sell my permanent so if anybody's listening and wants a permanent i've got give a them seven a, by 12 give them a podcast special <laughs> what's the price on a podcast if they hear about it on this podcast what is the price that you'll let it go for give them a good deal 2250 2250 there you go you're getting what 750 off $750 off if you heard it on this podcast I think there's like 10 people that listen to this <laughs> podcast so <laughs> but yeah so what are you what are you looking at getting for uh oh you're also selling an ice auger what's um, yep. what's your podcast special price for an ice auger 175 oh come on that's it $75 off no it's yeah, I suppose that's $75 off <laughs> 150. If you hear we'll, about we'll the see. if you hear about the ice auger on this podcast, and you want to buy it, it's a gas. What is Eskimo. it? Eskimo gas Eskimo S thirty three. So if you hear that, uh, send us a DM or a, a message and use the code fishing <laughs> fishing, and then we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, you're you're looking at a new portable. So yep. what do you what are you what are your thoughts on why you want a portable and what features? Uh, to be exact, that you're you're kind of looking for. Uh, I'm not being too picky. I've been looking at the 
uh, Otter Lodge uh, flip over. Um, you got to go with clam. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, features, I don't know. I just want a flip over that's... Well, uh, you like that bench seat. I do. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that I would have a complaint about the bench seat. I think it'd be. Yeah, you sat in it with me. Yeah, yeah no, there. It's it's comfortable with two people. It's you know you can put. You can, you can use it for gear storage if you're by yourself. You know yep. you can set your rod bag on it. You know where I just have the two seats in mine, so I have to kind of plan out where I'm gonna set stuff, and I don't want stuff falling down the holes and and this and that. But I no, I think that I think that bench seat would be. I think would be it, nice. that the bench seat would be easier when I take the kiddo with me rather than him sitting on a swivel seat and then he's just going to sit there and play. And <laughs> well, that'll be fun. Uh, you plan on taking him this year? I want to, yeah. And you, the reason you're selling your ice auger is because you picked up a ion. ion last year. Yep. But you lost the charger and the battery? Nope, found them. Found both of them. Yep. Oh, Mystery soft. That is a win. My fa- father-in-law hid the charger, and I hid the battery. We found them both this last weekend. <laughs> well, hey, whatever works. I don't know why I put it in my tackle box underneath all of my tackle, but, hey, that's where it was. Hey, you found it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, Mikey. I think we could sit around and BS for another half hour, but looks like uh, Mr. Deer over there is might be thought enough for us to... To maybe. cut into him, maybe. If not, we got the Bucks on TV. Mike's a big Bucks fan, so we'll get that turned back on. And our mixer. Hey, that wasn't supposed to be known about me. Well, you're, oh, yeah, you didn't You're going to lose that. some listeners now. Probably. Well, I'm a 49ers fan, so <laughs> it's, it's Brock Purdy time, baby. <laughs> See how that goes for you. Yeah, it's tough out Hey, here. he's the first Mr. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown pass. He is. He is, and that's it's kind of cool. So it'll be interesting to see where the season goes, but. We're not going to get into sports talk right now. Our mixer here is flashing low batteries, so. All right, I suppose we better go. I don't know what time or what it means when it runs out of battery, but I don't really want to find out. So, Mike, <laughs> you got anything you want to close out with? Nope. Uh, if anybody out there is listening, still guys, a bow tag at this when you hear this. Uh, good luck. Hopefully, you can fill. Uh, have fun. Get out on the hard water. Absolutely, and we're going to have lots more episodes coming out for. Uh, uh, ice fishing related uh, again if you want any sweatshirts t-shirts hats water bottles let us know send us a dm or get a hold of us on facebook or email or what have you uh i know my girlfriend caitlin has been working on some new logos they have not been released yet but those are going to be coming out in the near future here We're probably going to get a couple more stickers and stuff like that so mikey thanks for coming on you'll definitely have to be back i'll come back and uh that's going to do it so until next time We'll get back to you.